I'm Ben Templesmith, and I'm doing insert plug here. Uh, lots of stuff. <laughs> uh, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. This is an odd episode of AC and Me. It's been a while. <laughs> hey, thinking nice. outside the Lawns Box fans, uh, we're here at Colorado Fan uh, Fans Alley. Fan Expo. No, that's not right. It's not a Fans Alley up in here. <laughs> I mean, sounds it, like a butt sex, but <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Fan Expo. Denver Fan Expo. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of like Denver Fans Alley. Denver Fans Alley. It's the X-rated version of the show. Right up the Fans Alley. Well, the cups cost $83 instead of $73. <laughs> Got to mark it up, let you know that you're uh, getting quality. I was telling Juan, by the time you get through the line, you can really just charge me whatever you want because I'm not leaving without the cup at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like an experiment on uh, throwing good money after bad but with your time and well-being. You have so much time to realize how poor of an investment it is till you're like, if I go back up like 10 times, it's still probably cheaper just to buy individual drinks, but Dude, if, next if you, year I can use it again. If you bought a crate of like Coca-Cola for five bucks, you'd be pretty much set for the weekend. Even if you bought it here, you could probably go five or six times before you're hitting the overall cost of a normal drink. But you know, the good thing is... But you don't get the diabetes. You know? <laughs> That's a feature, not a flaw. Um, trying to support the medical industry. The mug, though, I'm still using the one from last year, so I paid 40 bucks for it. They're high-quality mugs. Yeah, two years in a row now, and it is insulated. It's now a $20 per year mug. Yeah. They are veterans, too, who own the, the place, so... They, they fought and killed people for you, so... For you can pay right. up for the root beer. <laughs> <laughs> for our right to yeah. ensure capitalism at any cost. I wish that was their slogan. <laughs> Capital. It's like the G.I. Joe. We G. shot Joe. the brown people so you can pay for the blue beer, all right? Say the brown people. I am a brown people. We're all brown people here. <laughs> yeah. You're a brown people. A Guy walking by is a brown people. <laughs> oh, dude, That's, that shirt's awesome. Vader, double zero. That's the first baseball jersey I've ever wanted. That was a cool jersey. I don't know... Yeah, I don't know enough about uh, jerseys to know what sport it was, but I believe you. Oh, yeah, I am Doyle, by the way, and this is AC. This is AC. I don't AC. know if we actually introduced ourselves. And that's Doyle. Yeah. This is us. We are We're back here. again six months after our last podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back on the road someday. Life's been a little busy. I mean, we it haven't been, been to Vegas in a while to go and not make enough money to justify the trip again. But <laughs> I heard you're doing pretty good this weekend, though. This weekend's been great. I don't like uh, Fan Expo. I had a few complaints last year about how certain things were for the vendors. It looked like they addressed them, and now it looks like they kind of backslid on a couple of things. Um, when I go outside to put money in the parking meter for my car, I now have to go basically to the end of the convention center to get back in through the door with everybody else because vendors somehow are not allowed back in through a door that actually gets them to their booth in time. So, yeah, I'm back to complaining again. They were awesome before this. It was actually fine this morning, 
And one of the one of the event staff said, "Oh yeah, at a certain time they changed that." And I'm like, "Why?" He did not know. <laughs> I found that if you just be like, "But I got to do it that way," and then just wander in that direction, they'll let you. <laughs> there are times when I am willing to just like push it, knowing that if you apply enough societal pressure, a lot of things get out of your way, and that's how like a malignant narcissist gets. Not even life. pressure, just like a hundred percent faith that it's going to be fine. <laughs> like, trust me, it's good. Just walk that way. Because it's not like the dude's going to tackle you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that'd be pretty funny. It would be. I would love to start the lawsuit on something like that. Exactly. So it's, not, it's never going to happen. <laughs> you might sick one of the more uh, senior members of the staff on me, and we'll see if and they then, tackle. And then you'll be like, what? I used a door. <laughs> the same door I used when I got here. Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? I was cool. I paid money for Booth to sell product. Now you can't make me walk around the whole damn plaza. Just to get back in? Unreasonable. Completely unreasonable. It is, it is kind of unreasonable, I think, actually. And that's probably the only thing I can really complain about is getting in and the line to get to the, uh, what is this thing called? Texas Bill or Wild Bills. Oh, Wild Bills. Beverages. Totally worth it. I like it. I like the mugs. The, the lids are was, garbage. <laughs> oh, that does not fit at all. It like it fits, but it just like comes like, off. Like popped right back on under its yeah. own pressure. Like you didn't even do anything to it, as if it had a will of its own or an attempt to escape. It took her like six minutes to, to get a lid that she could get on there too. She literally kept putting on lids and it kept failing, and I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, is that what they gave you guys to bring to this convention? That's lids that don't fit anything, because that's a standard size. All of these mugs are like a standard size. If they only have lids that fit like last year's mug, maybe I should buy one. The but biggest one is the only one that doesn't have the like same size. All the other ones are the same size. Ah. So you actually paid more for your luxury in convenience. I did. <laughs> the and opposite not, of what it's, it's supposed to do. It's not that luxury or convenient. <laughs> you just got the privilege of being annoyed for an extra 13 bucks. <laughs> That's a good reaction. <laughs> what would you say has been your biggest selling print today? Oh, you know, it's been kind of uh, unusual. Um, I always sell some Harleys, and I, I always sell a few of those, and I sold a few different ones because certain characters like Harley, like Moon Knight, uh, Darth Maul, I've got multiples of because there's a lot of demand for it, and when people come and buy one from me, they don't usually need duplicates of what I've sold them. So that's how I end up with so many of these, so many spider Gwens. But um, I've only sold one Gwen, mostly Harley, but I've sold stuff like uh, my Rorschach, which uh, often gets a lot of good comments, but doesn't usually get a nibble. That one's moved pretty well. Batwoman, one of my new ones. She's in the corner there. Actually, right over here. Um, she did good. Death is always a good seller. Death and Sandman. I'm happy with those. I don't know what it is. Like, uh, There's definitely a monochrome theme with the ones that I'm selling more of, honestly. Harley, Death, Sandman, Batwoman, Moon Knight. All of them are black and white pictures, maybe with an accent color. Which tells me I should just do that for everything. That is the lesson I'm taking from this. When is your, uh, when's your next show coming up? Christmas in July. It is a show run by Tim Moret. He does Rocky Mountain Con. He does uh, the video game con last year. He does an anime one. Christmas in July, I think, is mostly toys, but 
there's always like a little smattering of artists and uh, comics and things like that. So you always get some kind of variety. And honestly, I love the space, man. At the Embassy Suites Banquet Hall, like the floor is carpeted. The walls have nice uh, sound breaking so that you don't get echoes through there and it doesn't sound like it does in here. Uh, <laughs> I like how you do enough Mariah Wolf. I don't think I've been to Mariah Wolf. What? I don't think I've been to Mariah Wolf yet. I have not either. She's over there somewhere. Oh, I thought it was like a play on Meow Wolf or something. Oh, no, that is. Yeah, Meow Wolf's different. <laughs> Are we back on? Are There's we more again? cocaine involved with Meow Wolf, I think. PC I mean, in one, one put up. Maybe a combination. Like, you grind up the mushrooms with the cocaine and just, like, take it all into your sinuses as fast as possible. Possible. Then maybe do some ayahuasca. I don't know why, but that makes me want Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> all the weird things in Denver. I gotta go now that they're open. Are they open for everybody now? Oh, yeah, oh, still no. so. Well, I'll never. It's gonna be a while <laughs> for me. Yeah, me too. I'm not going till I can just go. Like, I don't want to have to put in like a mailing list thing and be like, "Can I please fucking have this?" It's truly special enough on its own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to don't win need a to lottery get, to get it. I don't need to, to get denied like. by my restaurants. <laughs> I I just need food. And uh, to be chased by giant gorillas. It's a small thing to ask, I believe. This is irrelevant to anyone listening, but has Kevin Altieri been here all day? Tieri? Altieri? Altieri? Uh, we saw stuff set up when we got here, but... Honestly, there's always been, like, a crowd coming this way, so this is the first time I've even looked. <sighs> Artists too good to even sell at their own boots. Hey, I waved at those guys over there. Well, those are the ones that are good enough. <laughs> They're directly across from yeah. me. I don't have to do any work. <laughs> the other ones are too good. Entirely possible. It could be like a... This Joker is also a Lucha Libre. Oh, that's cool. Ah, that's the uh, Penta mask. Penta El Cero Miedo. He wore a Joker-themed mask. Much like Rey Mysterio wears like Captain America and Doctor yeah, yeah, Doom yeah. and Spidey. Hmm. So... Just to get back to topic, I think we're actually interviewing you, not just... I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> not just shooting the shit. That's always... You may, you may have talked... You probably have heard of AC before if you're listening to the podcast, but... What um, what do you do, like, preparation-wise now before a show? Well, I always lose sleep because no matter how big or small the con is, I uh, psych myself out that I probably forgot something critical, and then I end up, like, wandering around the basement aimlessly looking, figuring that... I'll stub my toe on it and remember. Um, and that's always been part of it. Lately, I just kind of I have everything stored in a spot in my garage. And I just kind of, uh, maybe a week, two weeks before the show, I'll go through my, uh, my books and see what I'm missing. Which prints I'm sold out of, what I'm low on. At the convention, sometimes I'll take notes if, uh, if I run out of something so that I can try to have that replenished by the next show. Um, I'll usually do an inventory, go through my Facebook messages, go through my Instagram messages, text messages, all that stuff, look for any handwritten notes I've got in my art supplies, and see, like, did I promise anyone a commission, and is it done yet? So there's usually a little bit of stress associated with that, but, I mean, there's only one time where I was like, ah, hey, doing good. Only one time where I was close to uh, forgetting something, but managed to get it in time. That's why you do this two weeks in advance, because uh, you're already not going to sleep a couple days leading up to it, so I don't need to extend that. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. The stress. Yeah, and it's good stress. It's butterflies. Like, I'm excited, but also I don't want to come over here and be like, oh, I forgot everything except a pencil or change or, you know, sleeves for my uh, prints, which is pretty useful. Are you picking, like, specific characters now to do as you see, like, they align with shows or are you kind of just drawing stuff and bringing whatever? So it's kind of a... There's a little bit of both. I mean, if I... It 100% matters the most what I like. So if there's a show that's getting a lot of attention, if there's a movie coming out or about to come out that people are excited for and it's something that I like, then I'll probably work on that. If it's something I don't like, maybe begrudgingly if somebody asks for a commission ahead of time. But, um, you know, I still... I've got a sleeve with uh, 20 Morbius prints that are still uh, taking up space and weighing me down that I have oh. not been able to even give away. <laughs> so, not, it wasn't Morbin time? It was, it was not Morbin time. Once in a while, you gamble and you lose. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Jared Leto as an actor. Get the and I love Morbius. Um, but the movie just did not set the world on fire. It, it did not uh, get everybody asking me, like, dude, where's your Morbius? I've never had that question. Not once. I don't think you can bust into dance if you're evil. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, it ruins it. There, I mean, I think it's a, the worst thing is it's actually a cliche because I've seen, like, wasn't, like, Wild Bill, the guy who, like, skinned people in the Silence of the Lambs, like, then he put on some, like, weird 70s music and start dancing around like a nincompoop. And As he's like, I think I'm sexy. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's sort of like, here's how you let people know they're crazy, because they dance and enjoy themselves in their own company. Yeah, but no, it's there's something message. different between someone who's naked with their dick and ball tucked between their legs, <laughs> like just jamming out to like such random 70s music. Probably Creedence Clearwater Revival. I don't even Totally different than uh, like song and band and dance moves. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it was like uh, Spider-Man 3, like that dance scene, I just... Oh, it is... It's like, what the fuck? Like, I get a shudder down my spine because my body is trying hard to cringe on its own. It tries so hard. It's like when Spider-Man had his soul pushed out of his body so that Doctor Strange could take the, uh, whatever the hell he was trying to get from him. And Spidey kept, like, moving his little cube around. It's kind of like that. My body was trying to cringe even though I was done with it. Let's probably end this doing out. This is uh, AC and me again. We've been gone for, like, 20 minutes, but... We'll talk to AC more later on at some point. Soon. Yeah, Until we then. Can certainly plan that. I mean, we used to have a pretty regular schedule on here. We can yeah. get a semi regular thing going while we're in the middle of con season and eventually we'll, we'll get it back together. Yeah. But I will uh we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!